Good morning, 5 a.m. club. Trust you're all doing well. Yesterday, Lisa Chinati spoke to us about motivation, the narrative in our heads, how to get inspired to act. And today, I'm going to talk to you guys about some things that we all do, which is the opposite of this. That is one of the single most destructive and demotivating actions we do, yet unfortunately, we all do it all of the time. What's going on, guys and girls? Jason Posnick. I'm up here in southern New Hampshire. I'm excited to hang out with all of you this morning. What we're going to talk about is that comparison to and competition with others are these two behaviors that will, well, it's going to destroy your confidence. It's going to immediately pause the growth of your skills, and in turn, it's going to destroy your business. And I know we're all probably sitting here right now thinking like comparison to competition with I learn from others and I grow from others, but you also look at others and you say, they've got it easier than me. They've got this. They've got that. Well, why did they get that? You start making excuses and reasons in your head, and there are three issues we're going to cover with this. Then I'm going to give you guys a tactical, because it's Tuesday, way that you can overcome this thought process. So the first issue with comparison and competition, what reality are you comparing to? Right? Because here's the deal. If you look at someone's social media, shit, go look at my social media, it is entirely choreographed. Our social sites and our profiles are where we share the things that we want people to see in the way that we want them to see it, as often as we want them to see it. Look, I love my wife more than anything in this world, but our marriage isn't perfect. I don't post our arguments on social media, but people might look at my page and say, they went to the Dominican Republic, they went to Orlando. They are perfect, but they don't see everything. And so one of the things we do is we start comparing ourselves to others based on what we see, not what it is. And Christine Porath at Georgetown actually did a study. She's a social scientist of high school students that have symptoms of and have been diagnosed with depression. And fun fact, more than 60% of high school students in the study showed signs of or had already been diagnosed with depression. So what they then did was Christine wanted to look at the data and see how looking at the data regarding use of social media correlated to depression. And what they found was that the students who averaged to be the most or highest daily users of social media, they had the most different types of symptoms of depression. The largest majority that had already been uh, diagnosed with having depression. And what she found, what this showed her, is that the more we look at others rather than looking inward to compare ourselves based on what they put out, not what is real, the worse it makes us feel about us. So stop looking at other people's businesses and saying that yours isn't as good or you want yours to be like that because you never know what it takes. That's the first issue. The second issue with comparison competition is that it's all result-focused first focused versus skill-focused, Right? You can't look at a bodybuilder and say, I want to look like that. I'm going to do it. You've got to see what they eat, how they train, how often they train, what do they do for recovery, right? Naturally, when we compare ourselves to others, we don't compare the path being taken, right? We take for granted, actually, more often than not, the time, the energy, the work, the freaking sacrifices that these people are making to get to where they are. And so for this, I look to the one and only Jim Rohn. He always speaks of overnight successes being 25 years in the making. That's so often we wish it was easier, but why not wish it were better? 
And this is where Simon Sinek talks about having a worthy rival. So you can look at someone else and say, I want to learn how to do that thing that they're really good at. And then you can try to take from them and learn from them. And a worthy rival is someone who's always going to push you to be better versus someone you're competing with who, heck, doesn't even know half the time that you're competing with them, may not even know that you exist, and you're not looking at what they're doing or how they're doing it, but rather, rather what they're getting. So that's the second one. The third issue with comparison, and we're going to get into the tactical part, is that if their goals are not yours, then their results cannot be yours. Right? If I have five kids, a wife, a home, etc., then my goals and reasons for working and the amount that I need to earn are much different from that guy who's single, living with his parents, needs a, you know, doesn't even pay for his cell phone anymore. If I compete with him, I may win, but where the fuck did that get me? Right? If I'm a real estate agent selling 25 homes a year and I find this agent that pisses me off and it looks like they're doing more and I start competing with them, well, if they sell five homes, yeah, maybe I sell six and I'll beat them, but where did that get me? Beating them doesn't get you an extra bonus or extra market share or anything else. It might change the internal narrative for you, but that's all finite. And so for this, we've got to look at the infinite game. And what does it mean to be in an infinite game? Well, it's not about beating one other player or person. It's not about being the best for one year or quarter even, right? The infinite game, the, the, the way to win it, is only to last longer in the game, right? I mean, real estate business is infinite. There's no one way to win business. There's no one person to beat. Heck, if somebody else fails out of real estate, it doesn't mean all their business comes to me. It could go to 30, 40, 50 other agents. And that's where the only person that we really need to be competing and comparing to, competing with and comparing to, is ourselves. The person that we were yesterday, the person that we were last month or the person we want to be next month because at the end of the day by competing with yourself that is the only way that you are going to remain in the game longer and so the tactical portion for you guys today is that so many of us hide from tracking and measuring our numbers our own numbers and a lot of it usually is because we know we could do more or we know we could learn more so my challenge to you guys today is that i'm going to give you two ratios that for us change the game in the business and help agents stop comparing themselves to others and rather learning from others. The first one, showings held to offers written. Showings held to offers written is one of the most powerful ratios for an agent working with buyers. We had an agent not long ago was averaging 173 homes shown per month, writing on average 28 offers per month. Now, we didn't even look at offers accepted. We did an experiment and discussed because this agent was showing and showing and showing and going. 173 showings is insane. We added in buyer consults because he hadn't been doing them. His showings cut from 173 to 60 nearly overnight. His offer ratio, however, stayed the same. He's still writing 23 offers per month. And so by simply becoming more efficient, he was able to save more time, write the same offers, and, hey, go figure, the number of accepted offers went up. The second one for you guys to look at is not what you're doing for prospecting, but where you're doing it for prospecting. Tracking not just hours of power, but hours of power in different lead pillars. We had another agent who doubled his hours of power, doubled his numbers dialed. 
or he's calling in the mornings at the same time of day for every single lead source with the same freaking scripts. When we switched his uh, property valuation script to an expired script that was meant for expireds when he was calling expireds, and he was calling them at 7.30 p.m. versus 12 p.m., he was able to actually get them on the phone, have more conversations, and book more appointments. Your data is your GPS. As your skills grow, your business will go. And it doesn't matter what those around you are doing because if you're so focused on yourself, then you, my friends, are who you're going to keep beating. And you are going to be better than you were yesterday, and that's how you're going to win. Have a great Tuesday morning, guys and girls.